Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program covering a wide variety of topics of interest to people with vision loss. I'm Nancy Goodman Torpy. And I'm Pete Torpy. I want this world to be more of an accessible place, especially to the blindness community, because I'm obviously a part of both the NFP, and I also serve as the vice president of the Blindness Advocacy Network based out of Georgia. And with the goals of the NFB and the Blindness Advocacy Network, what we're trying to do is to advocate for more accessibility, especially in the disability community. And that was Elena, a student at the Wisconsin School for the Blind. And she'll be talking about a project in which she participated in centered around the NaviLens technology. We'll be speaking with Elena, two of her fellow students, Elias and Marin, and their teacher, Tim Falberg, who teaches math and computer science at the Wisconsin School for the Blind. They learned about the NaviLens system through listening to an older episode of Eyes on Success, and they thought that they could expand on the idea and create something useful for their school, which they are now trying to share with other schools. Before getting into all of that, here's our tip of the week, which comes from Tim Falberg. So my tip of the week is to always ask others for help with your projects so that you can get them done well and get them done on time. I feel like this will lessen stress and it, it makes for stronger relationships and friendships. And make sure to thank to help you using more than a words when possible. And then also offer to help others by telling them what you can do to help them. They and you will be glad you work together. Well, as they say, no man is an island and we all work better when we work together as a community. Yes, yes. And the way they did this project as a team illustrates all of the facets of Tim's tip. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Let's start by meeting Tim, and the students will introduce themselves later. My name is Tim Falberg. I've been teaching math and computer science for the past five years at WSBVI, the Wisconsin School for the Blind and Visually Impaired in Janesville, Wisconsin. Uh, WSBVI is a residential school, and we serve about 40 students. We have a great leadership, very caring, collaborative team at our school and dorms, and some really extraordinary students that I've had the great privilege to work with, especially on this project. Uh, I use a lot of assistive technology in my teaching, which now includes NaviLens, thanks to you. Eyes on Success is made possible in part by our corporate partners. Underwriting pairs the impact of targeted marketing with the integrity of community goodwill. Learn more by sending an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. This week's focus topic is the NaviLens School Kit created by Tim Falberg and his students at the Wisconsin School for the Blind and Visually Impaired. Tim, tell us about how you found out about NaviLens and the project that you started with your students. Sure. Um, back in September, I learned about uh, NaviLens through your podcast, 
And we started using NaviLens to uh, label things around the school, label places, assistive technology. And then a colleague of mine, Kelly Bailey, told me about a contest that Samsung was holding called Solve for Tomorrow. And the challenge that we chose to solve is to make directional and informational signs accessible and then also do things like make artwork and assistive technology more accessible. Um, and that's led to some amazing things. Last week's episode featured Javier Pita, the CEO and founder of NaviLens. But for anybody who missed last week's show, can you please describe the basic NaviLens system? NaviLens has been primarily used around the world to enable blind, visually impaired people to access public transportation independently. And then uh, it works with colorful, I hate to say QR codes because they're not QR codes. They're much better than QR codes, but they're colorful codes that can be read from anywhere from, oh, like a foot away to a hundred feet away, depending on their size. And then they can basically speak information about a place, about an object and transit. They can link to schedules for buses or trains uh, for assistive technology. They can link to accessible documents um, in places they can, like in our school, they can identify not only up where you are, but give you directions, say to your left, where you can get to from where you are. It's pretty exciting that it can work at such distances with these codes, and it could just find these codes in an instant and start either speaking them in words, or it can play uh, ASL videos. It can do a lot for basically the entire population, not just the blind and visually impaired. NaviLens certainly is a pretty exciting new technology. Can you tell us how you used it in the project with your students and what you tried to do? Sure, sure. And it really started with one of my students, Marin, who happens to be totally blind. She and I tested out the personal NaviLens tags, which are free, and we thought they had enough promise for labeling places that we decided to write to the company, Javier Pita, well, not Javier Pita initially, he's the CEO of NaviLens, but he's the one I eventually connected with. And we got access to 50 public NaviLens codes. So that enabled us to print codes of various sizes and got access to the NaviLens cloud where we could program the codes to speak whatever we wanted to or link to whatever resource we wanted to. And then by demonstrating a small number of those codes, maybe just five or 10 codes to our center director. He liked it so much. He, he said, why don't you write a proposal? So we wrote a proposal to get 500 tags in our school. And originally I was like, what are we going to do with 500 tags? But we've labeled over 350 places that previously had braille signs. What kinds of things have you been tagging with these hundreds of NaviLens tags? many directional signs, emergency exits that they didn't necessarily have any Braille. Um, there are lots of posters that have Braille on them that aren't exactly findable by students to even, you know, if they're blind, to even find that there's a poster with Braille. So sometimes we just have a sign that says poster with Braille. I was surprised when I, I spent hours and then my sister came and really did a thorough mapping job over several days to identify between 300 and 400 existing signs. But then that doesn't even include the alumni wall where there are hundreds of pictures where we've actually had to 
slim it down to one Navi Lens code per graduating class. Um, and then Student Artworks, we will re be able to reuse codes. So right now we have 20 pieces of student artwork that are labeled, and we, we can go up to probably 50 works of art by students, and then we'll have to start reusing or else get more. It is nice to be able to reuse them. And then with the assistive technology, one of the most exciting things is that um, we've developed quite a special relationship with the NaviLens company. We're the first school in the United States to adopt NaviLens. And so we've done things like ask them, could we give away the tags, the NaviLens tags that we make for assistive technologies, say a uh, uh, talking TI-30XS calculator that's used by hundreds, if not thousands of blind visually impaired students so that they could go and be distributed to all those students and, and help them. And they've said, sure, absolutely, go for it. So it's not just about our school. And so we've reached out to the Janesville uh, transit system and we're working with them to put up Navi lens. They'll get their own set of Navi lens signs. We've reached out to an elementary school through our principal, Julie Piper has a relationship with the principal there where there are deaf ASL speaking students and visually impaired students as well as English language learners who and pre-reading students who can benefit from Navi lens. So there's this whole community outreach piece that we're starting to do. And, finding money for these schools through the local Lions Club to, to fund NaviLens. So it's kind of an all-encompassing and sometimes exhausting project, but it's incredibly rewarding. This technology will soon be everywhere because there's nothing like it. And believe me, I've, I've done a lot of research and tried a lot of things. So it's, it's exciting. And I'll have to share more about the NaviLens school kit. That is one way that we're expecting this can get to a lot of places quickly. Well, and that's what first caught our attention. We, as you said, did an episode about NaviLens where we spoke with some of the people from the NaviLens Corporation. But then you talked about developing this school kit, and that's a whole nother application that, that's really intriguing. So could you describe that? Sure, I'll be happy to. So I asked for the permission of the NaviLens people to work with my students to create a, a set of tags, and they said, fine. And so two of our students, Marin, who is still at our school, and you'll get to hear from her um, in a little interview I'll do with her, and then another student, Jenny, who is now back at her high school in Madison, Wisconsin, those two were instrumental in creating a comprehensive list of 52 tags now. Um, and it's meant to be useful primarily at middle and high schools. But when we showed it to an elementary school the other day, the principal saw a lot of value in those tags and then in, in adding their own um, set of public tags. So it's exciting to think that people will be able to go in the United States. Schools can go and download a free set of 52 NaviLens tags. They'll need to laminate them and decide how to put them up so they won't get moved. And it's not just about English either. These signs, I haven't talked at all about this, but these signs are all translatable to some 24 languages. And then, like I was saying, the principal at the elementary school where there are deaf, hard of hearing kids, there's a whole connection, not with the free codes because those are kind of pre-programmed, but although those can be translated to the 24 languages that NaviLens works in, um, but just to think of that as being a, th those school kits being out, in, I think thousands of schools and getting uh, schools talking about 
you know, this is a start, but what more can we do to make our schools more accessible for all students, whether they're blind and visually impaired, or they're English language learners, or they're pre-readers, or they're ASL speakers, you know, we have to do more. And so I'm excited that our students get to be, and I get to be a part of that. So just to be a bit more concrete about this collection of 52 signs designed for schools, there'll be signs such as cafeteria, boys' room, girls' room, et cetera. Is that the type of thing you're talking about? Yes, exactly. That, that's exactly right. They're, they're, in fact, for restrooms alone, there's a, you know, like a staff restroom, and then uh, there's a men's room, men's restroom, women's restroom, boys' restroom, girls' restroom. Uh, there are locker rooms. There's an all-gender restroom. My daughter, Sarah, suggested that because that's, you know, that's key. But then, sure, commonplace like auditorium, uh, science lab, uh, math classroom, of course. Um, in the other common rooms um, in schools, they're pretty much there. We were very careful in going through and then having the list reviewed by a number of people. So this collection covers almost anybody's generic situation, and if they want something custom, then they go to NaviLens themselves. Correct, correct. And eventually, they would want, very quickly, they would actually want to get their own set of tags because what they will find is that they want to do something called wayfinding, which is very powerful, and we just learned about it a couple weeks ago, so that somebody can now step into our school and imagine going into some high school that you have never, or any place, but I'll start with a school. You know, you walk into the lobby, and you're like, where is the principal's office? You have a meeting there. Unless you find somebody to, to lead you there, the signage is probably not that great to get you to very many places independently. And so by having a... Uh, a set of tags that you've pre-programmed and added wayfinding to, you can help people get to anywhere in the school. And so when you walk in the door, immediately your phone will pick up a sign that says nurse's office is to your left and down the hall 50 feet or something like that. Right now in our school, if you scan, say, the lobby tag, in NaviLens Go, there are two buttons at the bottom. There's a scan that will just reveal the, the text about, okay, this is the, you're in the lobby and to your right is the welcome center, et cetera. But if you tap on the go button in the lower right corner, you'll get a list of destinations. And then once you choose a destination, this is just rocks, choose a destination. Okay, so you choose the um, cafeteria. Then any sign after that that you scan in NaviLens Go there will be an arrow that comes up on the screen, a very large augmented reality arrow that will point you in the direction that you need to go to get to your chosen destination. So that, that's visual because that's NaviLens Go, which is good for fully sighted or low vision or deaf of hard of hearing wheelchair travelers. Soon, in the next month or so, in NaviLens, it will work similarly, but it'll be voice. So that after you choose the destination, say you're a voiceover user, you've chosen a destination. Then as you're moving around and it's picking up tags, it'll tell you, you know, go right, go left, turn around maybe if you're going in the opposite direction that you need to go. So you're guided as you progress to your destination. That's great. Correct. Correct. If you want to hear this in action, there are actually a series of videos that Tim and his students created on their YouTube site, and we will have a link to that in the show notes for this show. 
it's really exciting. And because everyone can benefit from wayfinding, I look at it as the feature, probably the number one feature that will enable this to get everywhere. And that will allow people to say, oh, this technology, if it can benefit everyone, that's an easy thing to do. If it can only benefit a small subset of people, that's a harder sell. So I like the fact that NaviLens, because of its universal design, it can really serve all people. Oh, but it just happens to really, really help people who have been so poorly served in the past. And in my case, I'm thinking of blind and visually impaired students. So I like the idea that everyone can benefit, but I like the idea that it can really level the playing field for our students and for blind, visually impaired adults who need to be able to get to places efficiently and so much more. That is so cool. One of the things that's exciting for me that NaviLens can do that might be a little uncomfortable for people to think about, but okay, Nancy, you and I get to go into any public restroom and because we have vision, we can just see what the layout is and just, you know, do what we need to do. All right. One of the things that's exciting for me, and I've confirmed this with Marin, who's totally blind from birth, except for a little light perception, is the ability with Navi lens to fully describe a restroom. So that if I'm blind and I'm approaching a public restroom, I can not only hear that it's okay, it's a men's restroom, or it's okay, so Marin, it's a women's restroom, but I can hear a description of that restroom. And me personally, I think that before too long, when people find out that this is possible with NaviLens, I think that the ADA should make all signs include NaviLens tags that fully describe that bathroom. So that if a person happens to be blind, they can not only independently find a restroom, but before they get to it, the five or 10 seconds as they're approaching it, they can hear what the layout is and then they can independently and successfully use a restroom. That would be very helpful. I avoid many large restrooms and airports and other venues like that just because it can be a real nightmare wandering into there, not knowing the layout. Correct. Correct. The other thing that's great about your work here is not only is this great positive reinforcement to encourage people to go into STEM careers, which we need more of these days, and they're acting as role models for others to see how exciting this can be, but they're also making a bigger impact in terms of showing people around the country and around the world that these technologies can be very useful and showing people how these technologies can be used to improve accessibility for everybody. I couldn't agree more. It's my students to a person, are, they've told me, you know, they're, they're not really interested in any fame. They just want to improve the world. And speaking of the students, Tim did us the favor of interviewing several of them. And here they are describing their roles in the project and their attitudes towards the project. And I'm joined by Elena Charles. Elena, could you introduce yourself, please? Hello, my name is Elena Charles. I am a student at WCBVI and a proud active member of the National Federation for the Blind. The biggest contribution I have made to the NaviLens project is making the videos on the NaviLens playlist accessible to the blind. Since there's obviously visuals there, but there's no auditory description to describe the visual content which is very important to me that we have audio description. 
we've talked a lot about uh, your future and what you hope for NaviLens, but I'd like you to share a little bit about what your hopes are for NaviLens outside of the WCBVI campus, please. Since WCBVI and NaviLens were a huge success, my goal is to integrate NaviLens at the Milwaukee Area Technical College campus, where I am planning on pursuing my associate's degrees in both music occupations and audio production. Excellent. And then beyond MATC, am I correct? You have plans beyond that for college as well? Yes. My plans are to go to University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee at the Peck School of the Arts for a bachelor's degree in music composition and technology. And I know we've talked about your desire to have NaviLens at both MATC and UW-Milwaukee, which are both huge campuses. Yes. And today I'm joined by... Hey, my name is Elias. And Elias, could you introduce yourself? Yes, so my name is Elias Tyser. I am a student at WCBVI. Um, I am currently in ninth grade. And Elias, you made quite a unique contribution to our project. Could you describe a little bit about your contribution? I showed how art can be accessible with NaviLens. And how does that work? So you have a tag on an art project, and what you need to do is you just, you know, put your device, your smart device, by that tag, and it'll tell you if the art piece has a description, what that says. There's a video on the WCBVI Videos YouTube channel about that. And so, for example, for your art project that's on the wall at WCBVI there's a navi lens tag on it and so you mentioned that there's a description for your piece of artwork and you actually created that description didn't you yes i typed that up myself okay so on the actual artwork there's the actual artwork and then there's the text that you typed up very nicely but then i guess the am i correct if the idea is that if someone has a print disability or if they to they're totally blind they wouldn't be able to read that text. There's no Braille on it. But the right. Navulin contains all of the text that's on your piece of artwork so yep. that someone can scan the, the tag and, in a sense, hear your voice reading the text that's on your artwork. It's not necessarily hearing uh, the person's voice. It's hearing, you know, the Navulin's voice or the voiceover reading the text to you. Oh, and that's a great point. So it, on another day, it could be, actually, with your piece of artwork, there's a video of you e explaining about this. But in general, it's right, the NaviLens voice, which could be in English or with Google Translate. It could be in Spanish or one of a number of other languages. And, right. and did you enjoy the NaviLens project? I Elias? loved it. And I hope that it can move forward from here. I know we're in a tough time, but I'm hoping that when all of this is over, that the NaviLens project can continue and go even further, because there's a lot of possibilities with it. Marin, could you introduce yourself and share about your involvement in the NaviLens project? Uh, yeah, my name is Marin. I'm a sophomore at 
WSBVI. I've been here ever since third grade, and I've had no vision except light perception almost since birth. I lost it at like six months or something around there. As for the Navilands project, it first started last September, I think. And we were talking, and he found it and showed it to me, and I saw potentials. And we started putting tags around our school, and we made some YouTube videos about it. But that's not my real prouder moment in the project, because I'm really not in the project for fame. I'm not in it for, like, self-gain. I'm not in it for any of that stuff. I'm in it for just making places better and improving accessibility. I'd have to say that my most proud moment in the project was me working on the school kit. Basically, I made a list of places and we basically made tags and put them into a whole kit. And that's available on the Navilands website or on Teachers Pay Teachers for free. There was also a news interview on NBC News with Isabel Lawrence and I would have to say that's another of my prouder moments because I truly felt we were recognized and that we had potential when that happened. I felt that we were going to actually get somewhere with this. So thank you so much to Tim and Elena and Elias and Marin for all of your contributions and for sharing them with us. And we hope that the school kits are able to get disseminated to many other schools. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Now for this week's final item, how to learn more about the NaviLens navigation system, the NaviLens school kit, the Blind Advocacy Network, and how to contact Tim Falberg directly if you want more information from him. So if people are interested in connecting with you to find out more about some of these concepts and ideas, where would you send them? They can reach me through my school email, which is tim.fallberg, and I'll spell that. So that's T-I-M period F-A-H-L-B-E-R-G at W-C-B-V-I dot K-12 dot W-I dot U-S or it might be simpler. It's tim.fallberg, T-I-M dot F-A-H-L-B-E-R-G at gmail.com. Either one is fine. Do you know offhand the main website for NaviLens? So NaviLens website is N-A-V-I-L-E-N-S dot com. And here's Tim talking to Elena again. And do you want to say any last comment to them before we close? If you would like more information on the Blind Advocacy Network, you can check out the Blind Advocacy Network Facebook group, or you can Google Blind Advocacy Network, and you will see our website. And we're an affiliate of Vision Inside Possibilities. And of course, you can find all of that contact information in the show notes associated with this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. That's it for show number 2109. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about some of our favorite tips of the week. 
Every episode of Eyes on Success starts with a tip of the week. These tips offer suggestions from people we interview about anything from the benefits of participating in sports to the importance of learning blindness skills. This week, we'll share some of our favorite tips from the past 10 years with our listeners. And we've had a lot of positive feedback from our listeners about that. So we hope you'll join us for that episode next week. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy, and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. You can access the full archive of previous shows, subscribe to the podcast, and much more by going to our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net. If you have questions about anything you've heard on the show or have suggestions for future shows, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. Thank you for listening and have a nice day.